0: Ah, You are listening to Onward with William McCarthy Live from Dublin, Ireland And it feels real Someone stop me Slow me down Hey, what do you mean this dance club is closing? There's no off switch on this thing I like it thank you guys for tuning in you heard me correctly i am back in the old country i'm here in dublin ireland i'm walking around trying to pronounce people's first names um ifa roisin nave uh rowan uh, There's so many different names here that I can't pronounce. That makes me feel like a damn caveman. And you know, have I always been this much of a caveman? Or did I just wake up one day and realize that I was a caveman? Well, I'm a caveman. There's a lot to be said. Um, I would like to say thank you guys for your feedback on the podcast last week. Uh, You guys wrote, gave me some suggestions on what I should be doing a podcast on. But I just say, this is our time down here. I'm sorry. This is my jam right now. I'm in Ireland. I'm feeling good. I went today for a breakfast. It's called a full Irish. It basically is a big gigantic tray that looks like, um, a boogie board and it's filled with like seven different kinds of meats. Who knew? Who knew it's an aprodisiac. Let's be, let's be honest about that. So I'm here, I'm learning about the different regions of Ireland and, uh, just came from the Lower East Side in Manhattan. Very interesting. I'm sure a lot of people, (laughs) it's crazy. I've been doing a lot of research on Ireland, um, large port in Belfast and in Dublin here, I wouldn't be surprised if people like actually came from this region and took a boat and got out in Manhattan to the region I've just been living in. So I'm looking at this kind of passageway, fascinating stuff. Um, so, I want to talk about red-eye flights. I feel like I got out of, uh, I, I got away with murder here. Do you know if you take a red-eye flight um, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, which is this little sneaky trick, when you arrive to the place that you're going, it's not a red-eye at all? It's only midnight for you and everybody else it's a red-eye for? Well, I did that. I'd like to say thank you to Aer Lingus. Is it just me or does Lingus have a creepy name that kind of sounds like Conolingus? Just throwing it out there. <laughs> I should just put some cricket sounds in here. I guess uh, there's been a lot of Inguses. There was Martina Hingus, there's Lingus, there's Conolingus. just saying. Um, okay, so I'm finding out some new stuff about uh, Dublin. Did you know so I'm personally fascinated by uh, by immigration and the reason that people are drawn uh, to new countries, diasporas and the sort of migratory patterns of human beings. Now, I thought this was bananas. I just found out that in Dublin there is a large Brazilian population. Who knew? Very odd. I think there's a parallel here in the Northeast. There's Boston, and Boston is also home to a large Brazilian population. It's as if people sat in Brazil and said, "Where can we go be the most miserable um, weather-wise in the world?" And let's just <laughs> Boston and <laughs> Dublin. Um, and I'm not trying to kick sand on anyone's towel. I'm just saying, like, I don't think anyone moves to Boston for like a suntan. You know what I mean? And I just find it funny that for every O'Malley police chief captain that there is in Boston, there's there's like a guy in a Zunga, you know, at a tanning salon because he can't get to a proper beach. And that's happening here now, fellow Americans. It's happening now in Dublin, Ireland. So, that's that's my experience here. You know, the game has changed. For anybody who came to Europe back in the day like I did, I came to Europe in the late 90s, Okay. Some things have changed, namely the food. Um, there are there's actually vegans now in Ireland. There weren't vegans when I was here last. Um, I'm not counting the shows and stuff, but like when I first came to Ireland, there was no such thing as a vegan. It was it was savage sausage eating, low down, funky, greasy spoon, full Irish with black sausage. Who knows? I didn't know what black sausage was. I just thought someone overcooked it. Now, one thing that it had, it was a little questionable (laughs) back in the day in Cork, was Chinese food. Someone, now the thing is, no supervision. You can run off down down the road and call it Chinese food. Yes, it has pineapples in it, but is that Chinese food? I ask you, no, it's not. It's some soupy, weird, red juice on top of sad rice, a sad rice. It's like a a bunch of bridesmaids that never caught the damn bouquet. It just standing there with the forlorn faces. That's what the rice looked like. And this soupy juice with crappy pineapples on it. But I'll tell you what. Egg rolls the size of Coke cans in Ireland in the 90s. Well, the game has changed. You want bespoke carrot juice? And... <laughs> uh, well... I know I'm being funny, but the hipster thing's real. It happened. Now, when I first, I remember gentrification was happening in San Francisco in the 90s, right? And I went up to Seattle. Then it started, it was like a forest fire. Like, I was like Bambi. Ran out of the forest, burning. Went up to Seattle. Seattle caught on fire. Then Portland. Portland turned into a hipster hub. I went to Brooklyn. How did I know? I was walking into the dragon's lair and the flames coming from its mouth. It's almost as if it rolled out its tongue and I got sucked into the hipter, hipster vacuum. And then I come to Europe, start touring. London, boom. What? Brixton, boom. Hackney, boom. Whoa, well, let's go to, let's go to Edinburgh, boom. Glasgow, boom, and now poor Dublin, boom. Yes, farm to table, motherfucker. Enjoy that. You want sprouts on your hamburger? No, I don't. Do I want a, Do I want a milkshake? Do I want a, a smoothie? No, I'm in my 40s. I don't have fucking smoothies. What's wrong with you? Um anyways, I will say that when I came through customs, um no, I thought New York City cops kind of really needed to like you know, tighten things up. There's guys with dreadlocks sleeve tattoos i saw a dude that looked like a pot dealer yesterday in manhattan he had a terrible ponytail and he was like smoking a cigarette and check he was texting he was like checking his phone i'm like look at your gut dude you look like you you look like you work at a bowling alley you're not at like a shining badge representing the, the law and our government but i came through customs i got i got sweated a little bit by the customs officer are you a musician? Yes, I am. Are you playing over here? No, I'm not. Are you bringing a ta- guitar? Yes, I am. But you're not gonna play it. That's correct, sir. It's, it's. I use it for laundry. And I looked at him, and as he's busting my balls, I look at him, and dude has an, not only his nose pierced, he had a nose ring. Looked like Slash. He looked like a ginger Slash with short hair, but not at all like Slash. Besides, no one knows what Slash looks like, anyways. Always covering up his face with his weird top hat. That's my dad. That's Slash, my dad, not top hat. <laughs> so, the border guy had a nose ring, and I haven't seen a nose ring in a long time, dude. Um, well, I'm just touching in with touching base with you, I'm talking about what's going on. You can probably hear the seagulls yonder overhead. Um, I'm here. I have some magical things happening. I am actually going in search of, uh, sounds crazy. My mama talked about her, my grandma talked about her, but I'm going in search for my great grandmother's house. And I'm gonna go to Castlemaine, Ireland, and I'm going to find the family house. Kind of a long story, not completely abnormal, Happens in Canada, Australia, America, New Zealand. I'm sure, but this is my personal story, and I've got a couple pictures um, of my great grandmother and her her brother that came over and uh, settled in New York and, and also in Michigan, in Detroit, and uh, my so it would be my my grandmother's uncle. When he came, he came from here, he came from Ireland and he, he settled in Detroit, he became a police officer and then he became a detective. And I was just thinking, wow, like what, a, what an amazing journey. But there's something kind of sad about it because both of them like died so far from home and I wanna go see where they're from. Uh, I've never seen their graves before. And there's just something about something that immigrants carry in them when they go forth to have a better life and what they leave behind. And I think that's going to be quite emotional and I'm looking forward to going to Castlemaine and seeing the family house, so. Enough of all that, Um, wish me well. Uh, Some of the cuisine has been bumpy. I got a breakfast today and they forgot the eggs, which I thought was a slippery slope if you're in the business of breakfast at a diner. But uh, we'll just leave it there. Um, I am near, one of my favorite pubs, actually probably my favorite pub in the entire world, um, if anybody saw us in Ireland, you would have noticed that uh, we uh, had a band opening us for us called the Bonnie Men and we met them at the Cobblestone. I drunkenly sang at the Cobblestone once. It's a wonderful like traditional Irish music place, aka trad music, and it gives me joy that it's down the street here, and I hope to go to it and listen to music. All restrictions are being lifted in Ireland on October 22nd. Um, And Ireland's going to be clothing optional from here on out. It's going to be a naked Ireland. Just making shit up at this point. Um, No, going to go see my good granny's house, watching music. I'm going to be back to New York in a couple weeks, just taking a breather. And um, autumn is beautiful here, lots of seagulls. And I hope you've enjoyed my, my random, strange, but beautiful podcast. You've been listening to Onward with William McCarthy, live from Dublin, Ireland.